1: Yo, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we have a real life sequel to talk about. And what I mean is a real episode of real life now being rebooted. Taylor versus Scooter to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs>
0: That's cute. Thanks. Um, it, it is It is Taylor versus Scooter 2. There is no electric nor boogaloo unless you are boogalooing. I don't even know what the word means, so I'm just going to stop saying it and tell you about the story, which no doubt um, has been covered on my talk all day. We have not had a chance to talk about this news, which we were alerted to yesterday afternoon that Taylor Swift, it looks like, well... Um, Scooter apparently was tired of seeming like he was the bad guy, so he decided to double down on his debag status and sold Taylor's rights to an investment firm. This is wait l- a minute, literally
1: what? next level debaggery.
0: Yeah, it's like you know, I could totally understand if he was like, "Oh, I am just sick and tired of being considered like you know persona non grata with." Swifties everywhere uh, because of what I did buying her old record label or the record label that owned her masters, right? Right. That created a whole kerfuffle what, a year and a half ago or something? I mean, it feels
1: like yesterday but also time is made up right now. Yeah, it's not really (laughs)
0: anything to speak of. Um, It's the second time actually now in a year and a half that the recording rights to Swift's first six albums LPs, if you will because that's what we call them, mm-hmm. which makes us sound a thousand years old. Um, that include "Shake It Off," "Shake Shake It Off," and which, other by things. By the way,
1: Shake and Bake should really consider buying that. What I'm serious.
0: It's the second time in a year and a half that those songs have, or the rights to those originals have traded hands. And like I said, I could understand if Scooter Braun was like, "I'm just tired of being like." Trash talked on Twitter by all these Swifties. So I'm going to dump this load and uh, make some cash, uh, you know, on the, and, and just like give them back or sell them back. Right. Whatever. No. And st- he does sell them, but he sells them to like this third party. And we can talk about the details of this. And what it actually means, but also didn't just give Taylor a chance to buy them back. Right. right? Like he could have said, I don't want them anymore. They're too much trouble, but I will like to make some money off of them because business, capitalism, great. But instead, he like contacts this outfit called the Shamrock Shake Foundation. It's the Shamrock Group, um, which I think we need to talk about. But he sells them to this investment firm and in the the details of the deal, it looks like he's going to continue to profit off of these masters oh. for for years to come. This
1: is so. To your point, to put it succinctly, you know, there could be a version of the story that you would tell that would make Scooter Braun maybe look like he was altruistic, or you know, maybe just was trying to distance himself from this. But no, make no mistake about it, this is him twisting the knife.
0: Yeah, well, and, you know, that's all, like, wonderfully, like, story-rific. Like, that tells a certain story that people on the internet are going to, you know, blow out of proportion, and he's the bad guy. And all that stuff is, you know, totally fair, fine, because it's what we do in this world. But it's business, blah, 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 blah. She's, you know, a very successful multimillionaire. Recording artist and he's a businessman, too. So obviously he wants to make money. I don't know what goes into those decisions. But just from like a pure react to pop culture standpoint, it looks like he's a double D bag mm-hmm. for doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, then, of course, Taylor's not going to. Um, she's not going to let this story go without an opportunity to cash in publicity wise. Right. Right. Um, And so she releases, um, Taylor Swift does, she releases a tweet that has her explanation about how this all went down. And then a copy of a letter that she sent to this shamrock group. Put a pin in that. This shamrock group, by the way, you know who owns this thing or who's instrumental or one of the people behind this? No. Walt Disney's nephew. Oh, and um if I remember correctly, I just want to get the name because I've now forgotten it which Disney this is. It's like Earl Disney or something. Roy E. Disney. Oh. So that's the son of Roy O. Disney, who is the brother, brother I of think Walt? older brother, of Walt Disney. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so that's That is a family that's doing right?
1: okay. Yeah. In life.
0: So he um You know, he was the guy behind the buying. Okay, so Taylor responded. You probably want to know what Taylor had to say. Yes, please. So she's like, hey, guys, i want to check in and update you. So as you know, for the past year, I've been actively trying to regain ownership of my master recordings. With that goal in mind, my team attempted to enter into negotiations with Scooter Braun. Scooter's team uh, wanted me to sign an ironclad. Okay, I will just boil this down for you. Thank you. Essentially, Taylor Swift said... Scooter would not even entertain the idea of negotiating for me to buy back my master's unless I signed an NDA, (gasps) essentially saying that I would never speak ill of Scooter again, or she implies that that's what she said. So I would have to, and she, quote, I would have to sign a document that would silence me forever before I could even have a chance to bid on my own work. Oh my my gosh, did Lena Dunham
1: write this for her? Yes,
0: right. Said that this is absolutely not normal, and they've never seen an NDA like this presented unless it was to silence an assault accuser. So she's, you know, very keen uh, or astute in, you know, sort of drawing some totally Mm -hmm. timely um, correlations.
1: Correlations, yeah.
0: Anyway, so she, you know, she makes us remember, like, all the dumb NDAs that, you know, sexual assault um, perpetrators have made their victims sign in order to get them to shut up, Mm -hmm. right? So she's saying, Scooter wouldn't even talk to me about getting my master's back unless I signed this NDA, and that was clearly a no-go. So then, like, before this deal goes down, I get contacted out of the blue by mr disney's nephew and his friends who are like hey taylor we're about to buy you and we want to be your friends we want to make some money with you come work with us let's partner let's make some money and she was like okay that sure uh only one problem mr disney and friends i shouldn't say disney and friends because this has nothing to do with disney Mm -hmm. um she says, well, it looks here like based on the this particular arrangement, you're going to continue paying Scooter Braun for years to come. And like, I'm not going to partner with somebody who's writing checks to Scooter Braun based on my work. Like, I'm not working for Scooter Braun. Mm-hmm. And so she goes, I so I just politely would like to poop on you and your story <laughs> uh, and your deal and also i just want to let you know and i love it cuz she does this i'm sorry also. i just
1: want to mention that roy e disney has been dead since 2009
0: oh oh right, right.
1: Well, so so but Shamrock he was... he's not busy with this deal <laughs> so it's not him personally But you he know, started but it's shamrock, shamrock holdings correct yeah. so i just yeah. thought... I'm, like, Hi,
0: I'm still here
1: and i really like taylor swift <laughs>
0: So his bones are literally like sitting at the... (laughs) Sitting at the desk. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay, so thank you. Carry Um, on. So back to the actual story. Okay. So Taylor Swift says like, I poop on this deal, Mr. Dead Roy Disney. Um, I'm not going to make money for, uh, for Scooter Braun anymore. So she... But what I was getting to was... She goes, um, and she does this in such a delightful way, quote, I feel the need to be very transparent with you. I will be going forward with my original uh, re-recording schedule and will be embarking on that effort soon. I know this will diminish the value of my old masters, but I hope you will understand that this is my only way of regaining the sense of pride I once had when hearing songs from my first six albums and also allowing my fans to listen to those albums without feeling of uh, feeling guilt for benefiting Scooter. So she's like, like, I'm sorry. I just need to let you know that I'm like totally gonna poop on all your dreams. Like tap,
1: tap, tap. P.S. I'm still doing this thing. Don't worry about it. And you know, here's the thing. This is what is so brilliant about Taylor Swift in this moment is that first of all, she did exactly what you said, where she, she used very um, timely and uh, well understood corollaries To make her point when she talked about NDAs, but also she will, all she will do is tell her Swifties how to react in this moment. And guess what? They will do it. Yeah. Because she has built an army of disciples that will behave in the way that she requests.
0: So what I wanted to say is, again, just to point out the obvious is so obvious. Th- this is a narrative that she is putting out into the world. This is a story she's trying to tell to benefit her brand. Because at the very end of the day, she is a businesswoman who makes lots of money. Um, and she she wants to be a successful businesswoman. She also is an artist. Mm-hmm. But more than other artists, she wants to be a successful businesswoman. Right? Because. Right. She's not an artist who's like, screw capitalism, man, I just want to make my art. Like, of course, she wants to make her art, but she is also very concerned about being successful in business Mm -hmm. and having a a, like financial legacy. Mm -hmm. So she use she understands that she needs to tell this story in such a way that it benefits what she's selling, right? Mm -hmm. Like so it's genius. But it's not like I I just always love that people have this idea that Taylor's just like, I just want to just I just want what's right, man. I mean, of course, who doesn't who like what artist doesn't want to control everything that they've created. But that's just not the way it works for 99 percent of other artists. And yes, she's been a trailblazer. And yes, she has made it possible for other people to to, you know, maybe gain some control of her work. But at the end of the day, right, she's not doing this totally altruistically.
1: No, and it can be like a combo platter, right? So, like, it can be, number one, she's keeping an eye on her, uh, you know, bottom line and how she's going to operate as a businesswoman, and she can also believe that she should have control of her her creative um, endeavors. And... She can also be keeping an eye toward the brand, which right now is one of sort of um, women's empowerment and, you know, uh, sticking it to the man. And she can do all of those yeah. things all at the same time. But mm-hmm. make no mistake about it. She's mixing all those things up in in a brew in her cauldron and this is all part of
0: she's an evil witch she,
1: well it's all just part of the taylor swift that that we're gonna see yeah, churning she's out a
0: success. and can i also just say that i think that she i, I don't want to say unfairly but it i think people are predisposed to sort of react to her as a girl slash woman mm-hmm. meaning like not a shrewd businesswoman, right or business person Like, part of that is because she puts herself out there as a personality. Like, she's just sort of, like, aw shucks ambling through this Mm -hmm. experience. Like the girl next door. You're like, I'm just a girl who's trying to get ahead in the world. Mm And men are trying to destroy me. Mm -hmm. Like, she's kind of, like, using that to her advantage in a way. But it also, I think, is because people are so predisposed to look at her like she's, like, a teeny bopper. I don't know. I I think it's so... So fascinating and interesting, and there's so many layers and connections with, you know, the broader culture. Absolutely. So It'll be interesting to see what happens as a result and what this shamrock holdings and the corpse of Roy Disney do. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was so good. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, the very alive body of Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood and don't forget it is time for us to announce a live for free name so be listening when we come back to hear if we call out your name and you could have a chance to win a hundred dollars <laughs> and be entered for the grand prize of ten thousand dollars after this on my talk 1071